0: Hello T-Crew and welcome to a brand new episode of Tea talk with Shaw. Today we're going to be talking about all the trending topics all over social media and the internet and we're also going to be discussing the new scams on the block so you don't want to get got and you're not going to want to miss this one. Stay tuned. All right, T-Crew, let's get right into these trending topics. So the first one, Dave Chappelle receives tons of backlash for his trans comments in his new Netflix comedy special. So, you know, Dave has signed a huge contract with Netflix. This was discussed um, years ago because he's done, I think at this point, four or five installments of um, his Netflix comedy specials. And this is the latest installment. And he said before even starting the special that this would be his last comedy special for a while. So knowing the comedy of Dave Chappelle, I knew he was going to let it all out with this one because he said this was going to be, you know, his last special for a while. So I knew he was about to drop so many bombs um, So let's get into it. So in the special, which I encourage you to watch in its entirety, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Dave Chappelle fan, but I think if you watch it in its entirety, I think you'll get a different feeling of what he was saying versus if you just listen to the sound bites of what he was saying, right? So, you know, in the special, he talks about befriending a trans comedian and you know making trans comments like he did in the last special and having that trans comedian then come back and um defend him on twitter and either whether it was related or unrelated this person ended up taking their lives um and you know dave talked about starting a um a fund for the person's, uh, child. But I think you should just like listen to it. You got to hear it in his own words with the timing and whatnot. And, you know, of course the trans community immediately enraged, um, by him, I guess, even discussing the situation, but there were other little jabs that he mentioned, you know, like trans people are disgusting. But again, it's like, I don't want to take what he said out of context because I think it's part of a bigger, um, Monologue that he was making, and I think honestly that some of it was taken in sarcasm. You know, some of it was sarcastic because he's been known to be someone who hates gays and someone who hates trans people just because of the jokes that he makes. But he makes jokes about everybody, and I think we've discussed this in one of my um past trending topics that comedians are different because comedians are commenting on social issues but they also if they're good comedians in my opinion they're going after every group they're going after blacks they're going after you know whites they're going after different like genders they're going after everybody like that's who they're going after it's that's what kind of like makes it like full-service comedy that they talk about everybody and this is just the comedy stylings of Dave Chappelle this is how it always is he's always making a commentary on the things that are out right now and he just does not shy away from any topic he never has and I think that's what made him or what makes him a legend um, you know, so the trans community is call or their alliance, uh, trans alliance actually is calling for Netflix to remove the special because the derogatory remarks and Netflix confirmed today, they are not going to remove the special and, um, that Dave Chappelle's comments fall under artistic license. And again, like I keep repeating, cause I think it's really important. If you watch the entire thing, I think you get a completely different picture of his comments. Um, and so I think that people are like outraged, like how could Netflix not remove it? I think if you watched everything, you could maybe get a sense of why Netflix, um, did not remove it. And he already kind of said this. this is his last special for a while. So the, the flames will die down. And then in a couple of years, he might put something else out. But this is what I mean about like groundbreaking comedy is a commentary about life, about society, about all different groups. It, you know, it's not something where, you know, people should be offended by it. And that's what kills me because I, you know, one of my favorite, um, comedians, personalities, hosts is T.S. Madison. And she just said at this point, she hasn't watched the special. She doesn't want to watch the special, but she's just tired of trans people being the butt of every joke. You know I mean? Like she's just tired of the, of the context of it. And and I can completely understand that. I mean, as a black woman, we definitely see it a lot too, where we are the butt of a lot of jokes all the time. You know, the sass, the gum chewing, the hair popping, like everything that has a little bit of flair to it always comes back to us being stereotyped. So I completely get where she's coming from, but I can also see where Dave's coming from. So hopefully she'll do like a Maddie in the morning so we can get some more context into how she feels about it. But Uh, The Trans Alliance is not here for it. So um, I guess that's where it falls on that. And then Dave Chappelle also made comments saying if this is what it feels like to be canceled, that he loves it. So, you know, he's one to want to stir things up, shake things up. And that's what he did with this special. So that's what he's going to continue to do. And um, fans of his really understand that about him. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Jesse Nelson of Little Mix. Is being accused of black fishing again, and then she has been outed by one of her bandmates so this situation got messy so Jessie Nelson of Little Mix is of european descent she's she's white. And she has um, been accused of make tanning using makeup to make her skin look darker and her hairstyle and just like the styling of the boys video that she just did her first solo video with Nicki Minaj. And she just looks more Afrocentric than, you know, her heritage would imply. Basically, you know, she looks like a light skinned black woman in this video Jessie already has naturally curly hair, curly brunette hair, which I guess can also make you look a little more African-American. And then she claims that she was vacationing and that she can get a really great tan on vacation. So she said she was just coming off vacation. She was really tan. I mean, in the video, she looks a shade darker than Nicki Minaj. I, I will not lie. I think she looks a little darker than Nicki Minaj in the video. And I just feel like when I saw her, I had no idea she was white. So to me, I do think it's blackfishing. Um, now, whether or not it's intentional or whatever, I mean, I think that the look that she was giving is the the end look right now um, to look kind of like racially ambiguous with a big hair and, you know the gloss and whatever. So I think that that was like the styling of the video anyway. So that didn't help matters. But I, I do think that she was blackfishing. I mean, there's no getting around that. So it continued to get messy because of course, when the video was released, Twitter started dragging her, especially black Twitter um, in reference to the blackfishing. Then ex-band member Leanne decided to go to a British um, tea uh, t tiktok so basically on tiktok just like youtube and you know podcasts or whatever they have tiktokers that just do tiktoks about the t like the news whatever's going on with celebrities so this band member leanne then went to a um, a t tiktoker and basically said oh you know Drag Jessie for black fishing in this video. She's gone too far. Da, da, da. Now this woman has worked with Jessie for about nine years since they were all in the group Little Mix together. So she has worked with her and she has benefited off of Jessie looking racially ambiguous. Because let's face it, Jessie did look very pale and white. When she um, was on the X Factor, after being off the X Factor, and in recent years, she has been going darker and darker and darker with the tanning. And um, like I said, she claims it's natural just being out in the sun and taking vacation or whatever, but... The bottom line is her skin is much darker than someone that you would think is white. That That's the bottom line there. So, you know, people are accusing Leanne of being jealous of Jesse because just now, you know, she thinks it's a terrible idea for her to be blackfishing and all the things that she's doing. But when she was benefiting from it, she had no problem um, with Jesse expressing herself this way. It continues on as the um, Je- so Jesse and Nicki Minaj got on their live today to promote the single. And Nicki Minaj did bring up the whole situation with Leanne and how she kind of backstabbed Jesse. She also said that she has no problem with the way that Jesse presents herself. Now, see, this tip well, I mean, this is the thing, right? You put the single out, you want to push the single with this girl. Obviously, if she felt like she really didn't appreciate what Jesse was giving. I don't think Nikki would have done the song so you know she approves of how she is presenting herself (sighs) I don't know I mean was Nick I think let me just say this I think Nikki was right on with the comments about Leanne. you can't sit there and collect money with a person for nine years and be with a person for nine years and and try you know I mean like you got money from it There was no problem when you guys were in the video shoot and everybody was like blowing up the video because you all looked a certain way, had a certain aesthetic. And then you want to turn around and be like, oh, but she's really white and she shouldn't be tanning so much. It's like you didn't have anything to say when she was still in the group. So now that she's out of the group. Now you're just piling onto her. So I do think that that's wrong. But I also think that when you're in a video standing side by side with someone of another race, like you would think that that would be something you could see easily when you look at it i mean i really like i was like oh wait blackfishing like i saw the video and i was like oh is this a video i was so confused because she really presents as a black woman she really does um i guess that's that on that i mean i didn't really like the song a lot of people are saying it's a bop maybe it just doesn't appeal to me i didn't like it i thought the song was just like whatever but um I don't know, girl, you went on vacation and that's how tan you are. But I just feel like, are you vacationing 24 seven? This is how this girl always looks, you know? So go to her Instagram. Let me know what you guys think, Maybe I'm overreacting, but let me just know what you guys think. So the next topic, Kim Kardashian hosts SNL. So I think I put it on our Instagram page. Like, do you think that Kim Kardashian should host SNL? And people are saying mostly yes. I mean, listen, Is she in a movie? Does she have something to promote? No, but I think that she's a public figure and to host SNL, the only thing you have to do is be someone who's in the news, you know, usually, and a public figure. They want the host to generate ratings of their own in addition to having their all-star cast of sketch comedians. This is just the formula that they've always used. They get somebody famous to host that brings in eyeballs and then they also have sketch comedy you know the sketch comedy scenes that like pull people in that go there you know what i mean that really get people watching so kim hosted and of course the ratings soared because everybody wanted to see how she was gonna do um her monologue really went there for me i think she said a lot of things i had no idea that she was really gonna go there she talked about oj simpson And, you know, the murder, she talked about Corey, her um, mom's uh, boyfriend, I think now fiance, being a gold digger. Talked about Kanye being like, you know, having a weird personality. She didn't say crazy, but she went in on his personality. So she, you know, she took digs at herself. She took digs at her family. And then I did notice at the end of it, she did say, you know, thank you to Kanye and the rest of my family for being good sports while I had to talk about you to make jokes about you that are, you know, jokes about myself. So it was really good. I think her sister and her mom also cameoed and, um, it was it was cute, it was cute i mean what what do people expect? She's a public figure, whether you hate her, love her, whatever she's in the zeitgeist. If you wanna see rating score, put her on on your platform, and I think that's exactly what they did. They put her on the platform and they let her do what she does, which is get ratings and get attention from people, so you know there you go. All right, the next topic, Cardi B becomes an officiant on Cardi Tries. So I think I talked about this before, but Cardi has a new web series on Facebook Watch called Cardi Tries, where she just tries different things um, and makes like a little bit, it kind of reminds me if for those, I'm about to date myself, but for those that remember when um, New York went to work or New York gets a job or something like that, where New York tries all these different jobs, it's a similar concept as that. Um, so in this episode, she becomes an officiant and she wanted to specialize in gay marriage. And it was just really a cute episode. You know, I think a lot of people think after... Obama legalized gay marriage, that everything is good in the hood, that gay people can get married, and there's no issues. But you know, depending on where you live, a lot of gay people face a lot of hardship trying to find a wedding officiant that will do same sex marriage. So it's still a problem, even though I think it was like 2015 or 2016 that it was legalized, and all these years later, it's still a problem, it's still hard. For same sex couples in some cases to find a wedding officiant that will do their wedding. So when she became an officiant, she specialized in doing these gay weddings, um, and same sex weddings. I think that it just brings attention to it, and I think that's what's good about it. It just keeps bringing, um, positive attention to what's going on so that people are like oh okay yeah, I never thought of it like that like yeah you know you want to continue to keep people in the forefront it might not be your daily life or your experience but you want to just keep being mindful of what other people may be going through in their situations you know what I mean let's go to the next topic Lego Legos are going genderless um, so this was also on the Instagram page. And I asked you guys, do you think that Legos being genderless has gone too far or do you think it makes sense? And I believe the majority of you said it made sense. A few said it, you know, it's gone too far. But basically, the toy brand is going to remove harmful gender stereotypes from their Lego toys and they're going to make their toy kits and all of their sets branded, um, Towards all genders so this comes after a focus group where they found out that little boys um were kind of being penalized for playing with lego sets that were more geared towards girls like if you wanted to build a castle or if you wanted to build like a little like playhouse um like lego playhouse so there were some Lego kits that were directed to boys, like the truck one and the dinosaur ones. And then there was ones that are geared to girls. And now they're going to just be geared to kids. Um, I think it makes sense because you just never know what would appeal to a child. And just because it's a different like color or a different... Like, what you're building might not be with your quote-unquote gender. I just think that's stupid. Like, kids want to play. They want to build. They want to learn. They want to get their little mind muscles working. I don't think it has anything to do about, like, if you want to build a castle. Like, castles can be cool and, like, you know... You know what I mean? Like castles don't have a gender. Why are we making it so complicated for kids? They want to play with the castle. Let them play with the castle. They want to play with a dream house. Let them play with the dream house. They want to play with dinosaurs in a dream house. Let them build a dinosaur dream house. You know what I mean? Like taking that away from them is going to make them even more creative give them more possibilities so that's what you want to do because their minds are growing like sponges you know you just want to give the kids an opportunity to really start like flexing that creativity and those mind muscles it doesn't really matter what color the toys are and as my cousin said click that hair on (laughs) click that hair on you can make it boy girl Guy with long hair, you know, whatever, they're people. That's the that's the general perspective. They're people in your Lego dream, fantasy, whatever you want it to be, whatever you're building and creating. They don't have to have labels. And I think that's great. I think that people are kind of like, oh, it's too far now. But I I really think that in our lifetime, we'll see this just generally. Like there won't be like a boy section and a girl section. There'll just be a toy section. You know what I mean? And kids will just be able to play with toys. And there just won't be any stigma about that. All right, let's move into the last topic. So Megan Thee Stallion sat down with Traci P. Henson and her co-host on her show, Peace of Mind, and she just kind of gushed about her boyfriend, Party Fontaine. So they've been together for a while now. And Megan just talks about, you know, how her life is so like all over the place. She's running here. She's running there. You know, she's a hot girl. She's a hot girl. Number one hot girl, she just did a campaign with Nike that she's still doing. So there's just a lot going on for her right now. And she just says, you know, party is her piece. He takes care of her mentally and she just feels like together they're a real team. Um you know, and, and they're, they're building something together. I, I, let me just say, and you guys already know this, that listen to the podcast. I love them as a couple. I was like holding my breath watching this interview because I thought she was going to say something like people think that we're so good, but at the end of the day, no, but she really, um, <laughs> she really just kind of explained more of what we thought was going on. That's actually going on behind closed doors. And I just feel really happy for her. I mean, Whatever the situation that happened with her at that party, I don't even want to go into it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Whatever that situation was, it was a big situation for her. It could have really affected her career for her to pick up and keep going and come back even harder. And then now meet this great love in her life, whether he's the one or not, you know, he can still, you know, he'll still be in her story. You know what I mean? He'll still be one of the people that she talks about in her story. So for her to meet him and all that, I'm just glad it worked out because that's a lot. You know, some people don't come back from things like that. Whoever shot her, somebody shot her. And, um, you know, some people just don't come back from really triggering items like that. And it's just great to see her happy and see the relationship functioning and that he's happy because he seems like a genuinely, like, decent guy, especially as far as rappers go. You know what I mean? All right. So these have been our trending topics for today. Stay tuned for our sports report.
1: Hello, hello, hello out there and welcome to the sports update with J Rob today I'll be covering the NFL. So let's get started the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Carolina Panthers The Eagles outscored the Panthers 15 to 3 in the second half the Los Angeles Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks The Rams wide receiver Robert Woods had 12 receptions for 150 yards The New England Patriots defeated the Houston Texans the Patriots tight end Hunter Henry had six receptions for 75 yards and a touchdown. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers blew out the Miami Dolphins. The Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady threw for 411 passing yards and five touchdowns. The Tennessee Titans destroyed the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are 0-5 after this lopsided AFC South matchup. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Denver Broncos. The Steelers running back Najee Harris rushed for 122 yards and one touchdown on 23 carries, the Minnesota Vikings defeated the Detroit Lions. The Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson had 7 receptions for 124 yards. The Green Bay Packers beat the Cincinnati Bengals. The Packers kicker Mason Crosby hit a 49-yard field goal in overtime to win the game. The North New Orleans Saints defeated the Washington football team. The Saints quarterback Jameis Winston threw for 279 yards and four touchdowns. The Atlanta Falcons beat the New York Jets. The Falcons were leading 20-3 at the half and held on to win in London, England. The Los Angeles Chargers beat the Cleveland Browns. The Chargers scored 26 points in the fourth quarter to secure the victory. The Chicago Bears defeated the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders were down 14-3 to three at the half and never recovered. The Arizona Cardinals beat the San Francisco 49ers. The Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray passed for 239 yards and one touchdown. The Dallas Cowboys blew out the New York Giants. The Giants starting quarterback Daniel Jones starting running back Saquon Barkley were both injured in this game. The Giants lost by 24 points. The Buffalo Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills won the AFC Championship game rematch by 18 points. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Indianapolis Colts. The Ravens defended home field and beat the Colts. And this has been the Sports Update with J-Rob. Have an awesome week.
0: Okay, T-Crew, this is my favorite part of the podcast. This is where I get to talk about something that I want to shine a light on or something that I've been thinking about in the deep dive. And today we're going to be talking about the new scams on the block. Now, I've done other scam episodes, but these scammers are getting like nothing you've ever seen before. And I definitely want the T-Crew to be on top of what's going on so we don't get got and they're also really interesting to know but I don't want you guys to get got so before I even get into the scams I just want to remind you all it was in our hot topics last week but if you have a gmail account or a g pay account Google was possibly breached when they had the shutdown of Facebook IG and WhatsApp so go ahead and go in there and change your passwords Also, you can go in and change your privacy settings in IG. They will give you like a two-step factor uh, login, and that'll make your IGs more secure. A lot of people are getting their Instagrams hacked and their Facebooks hacked. I think Armand got his YouTube page hacked. There's a lot of stuff going on, and nobody's really talking about the effects of the shutdown, but I really feel like it was a full-on data breach. So make sure that your information is secure. People double check that. (laughs) All right. So let's get into the first scam. This is the text message scam or better yet. It's almost like the app scam, the love app scam. So what they do is they send you a text message where they say like, Oh, we matched on an app. They don't even say the app. I don't think and they say, you know, we matched on the app. I wanted to meet up with you, but I had to do something with a relative. But I'm free today if you want to meet up, right? And your correct response is supposed to be something like, oh, you have the wrong number. I didn't match with you. I think you're contacting the wrong person. Whatever you would say, if somebody sends you a message, you'll know who they're talking about. And especially, this happened to me, actually. And, you know, y'all know I'm married. I'm not on any apps. And it was coming like the text was like a female. like her. I think she said her name was like Giselle or something like that. And I was like, first of all, you know... (laughs) I want to be messaging a female and I'm also married and haven't been on the app since like 2015. Thank God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Um, <laughs> so, It's just like, I'm trying to figure out. So I'm like, what is this? And then I saw one of my friends post it and I'm like, oh, this is the new scam on the block. So when you respond and say, oh, you've got the wrong number, then they respond back and say, oh, well, do you want to meet up? And they start to send you pictures and links to click on. And this is where the scam is going. And basically they're trying to get somebody who is single, who is looking for somebody, you know what I mean? And to buy into this situation, to click the links, or even worse, meet up with somebody through these fake text messages, you guys got to be super, super careful. You know that you haven't spoken to anybody on the apps, especially with the name that they choose because they can't find the name of the people that you're speaking to, even if you are on apps, right? So you just got to use a little common sense there and be like, these people don't know me. They're just like literally fishing for information. Like there's no information here that they can get. So you have to give them everything. They want you to send a picture of yourself or click a link. Honestly, what this is what you should do. Don't respond at all. Delete the entire thread so you don't mistakenly respond later thinking you're responding to the text at the top. You know what I mean? So just delete the entire thread. Um, And I think it's just a way to see if a phone number is active. If it's a cell phone number, if it's active, if they can just get you interested enough to respond to them, they feel like they may be able to get you to click a link or get more information from you. So... Just, just delete everything. If you see something like that, just know right off the top it's a scam. Go ahead and delete it and delete the thread to make sure that you're not getting any other messages from that person. I think I went ahead and blocked the number too, so um, <laughs> they wouldn't be able. You know, I don't respond to anybody. If I don't have your number saved, I don't respond. And I'm definitely on team blockity block 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 all day, every day. I'm blocking everything especially those like nasty robocalls for the car insurance. Oh my God, they're terrible. All right, let's get into the next one. <laughs> this one is also cra- So this is a UPS scam. So I really feel like, and I can't confirm this, the UPS scam is so dangerous because they can tell when you are actually getting a legit package or they just assume in like this like COVID world that we're living in, almost every other week, you're expecting some type of package, right? So the scam works where they send you an email It has a fake tracking number on it, but the tracking number comes with a link and they tell you, you know, your tracking number has been updated because your packaging label didn't have one of the required information fields, like it didn't have the zip code or it didn't have your name spelled correctly or didn't have your building number. So we had to update the tracking number, click this tracking number so you can update your personal information and then we can get your package to you. So naturally you would think like, oh, my package is stuck in transit. Let me click this link so I can complete, you know, fill out my complete address with my complete name and whatever other information they can get from you and then my package will come. So this is also kind of scary because you could have been a victim of this scam. Your package actually show up and then you just think that, "Oh yeah, like nothing, you know, nothing happened. This is, you know, my pack I fixed the label and my package came," when in actuality there was nothing wrong with the label. They were just trying to get your name with your address you know and now they have they're just putting the pieces together to get more and more information so basically this scam just gets more and more information from you and what you should do if you're a victim of this scam is just go ahead and report the email um as spam and then, you know, usually when they could it as spam, they'll move it somewhere else. But if they don't, go ahead and delete it. So you don't, by accident, click on the link later, thinking it's something else. And also a dead giveaway that this is completely a scam is USPS will never reach back out to you. They will send the package back to whoever sent it to you. So if something is going on with your package and you don't get it, they will return it to the sender because it's incomplete. They're not going to just... Like, hold your package to get the rest of your information. They're gonna send it back to the person that sent it to you, and they're responsible to give them the rest of that information so they can send it again. They're not gonna do that. So, you know, just be mindful. And also, the email, and this one was sent to me as well. The email that it came in under had no picture, it just said U.S. Post Office LLC. And I was like, huh? Like, that's not an LLC. It's not a limited liability company. The US Post Office, the US Postal Service is like a government entity. It's not, it's not a company, like a small little LLC company. I was like, what? So, <laughs> just uh, all those things, just keep that in mind before you click the link. You know what I mean? So then the last one that I have for you guys is the fake phishing software. So phishing is basically when a company is sending you out like emails, like I just said, or messages trying to get more information from you, and they're trying to scam you. But this scam was like a scam within a scam. It's fake software that's saying, put your information in here, buy our software. So in order to buy the software, you're putting in your credit card information your debit card information and then we'll protect you from fake emails that could be coming into your server so we'll just block those fake emails and basically it's not software it's not spyware it's just another scam um <laughs> where they're just trying to get more information from you so they themselves can scam you um, and it just makes it seem like it's spyware. So you're just like, oh, if anything is happening to us, you know, I should get this spyware to make sure that all oh, my data is protected and nobody can reach me that's trying to send me emails for information. And they're actually just trying to get your information. This just across the board. Don't click any links. From anything that you're not really expecting even like if you are expecting it you don't have to click a link just go take the extra step type the website in the browser um, so you know that where you're going like where they tell you you're going is where you're actually going because sometimes they could just like hide the URL or they could like make it a condensed URL so you think you're going somewhere but you really can't even see where it's sending you so don't don't click on anything. Don't click on anything. Don't give anybody your information. And if it seems fishy, just go ahead and delete it. If it's somebody really trying to get in touch with you, they will try to get in touch with you a second time or a third time. And then you'll be able to know and confirm like, oh, this is something legit versus somebody just being like, oh, hey, we matched on an app. Like I can meet up now. Like what? <laughs> you can meet up with who like they're so bold these days y'all please please do not fall victim to any of these scams I don't want anybody in the comments to say oh I fell victim to that or I got got and had their data breached I don't want that to happen to any of my t crew or anybody else so please take my advice um don't fall victim to these scams out here (laughs) and stay tuned for our outro comments Okay, T-Crew, this is my least favorite part of the podcast where I have to say goodbye to you. Thanks again. Like I tell you guys all the time, but it really means a lot when you share the podcast, when you listen to episodes, when you post that you're listening um to the people that follow you it's like the best way to you know grassroots grow this little community that we have going on here as always arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor we won't stop until she gets the justice that she deserves and have a beautiful day or night wherever you are and I love you for listening bye